You know, there are several ways to start an episode, but it's time we started in the right way. So... Breaking rocks in the hot sun I fought the law and the law one. I fought the law and the law one. I needed money cause I had none I fought the law and the law one. I fought the law and the law one. But never, ever, ever be. ever going to start a show or open up a show start it with I know, two episodes back to back? (gasps) What are you doing? Well, I'm not really sure what I'm doing. Well, I mean, I never really am sure what I'm doing. I'm just going with it and going recording. And I know I wanted to, I eventually wanted to get out an episode where I answered a bunch of questions that were sent to the podcast. And it was sent to me and my producers. And I, I looked them over and I called a bunch of them and called them all together. And my producers helped me with that. And they're not here to answer the questions. They sent me some of the responses to some of them they wanted me to address. Because they're in Greece right now. But I'm going to address them as best as I can. And I wanted to see if I could get out episodes back to back. Which is what you're hearing right now. So I'm trying to do that. I'm, I'm going to get them out as back to back as I can. So here we go. One of the ones I was asked or we were asked was how we how we met how i decided to start a podcast which if you've listened to previous episodes of mine you probably could get a little bit of information on uh, how i decided to start a podcast and how the podcast came about and why i created one i just always wanted to i always thought it was cool and just something that i really wanted to do and i have a big big background in radio and television and film I have a lot of education and a lot of background in that. And I have a lot of knowledge about a lot of things. And a lot of things that I know about history, everyone who knows me knows dinosaurs is one of them. Things I think that are really, really cool. And I wanted an outlet, other than talking to my friends and family, of a way to get that out. And I I just wanted another avenue. And I thought it was really cool. I wanted to be able to do this. And I wanted to thank mostly my my inspirations for doing a podcast. As uh, Aside from that, one of the inspirations, and you've heard me mention this before, was Matt and Kimbra of Fantastic Cruising. 
I love their, I just, I love everything they do. And I started watching their podcast and listening to their podcast. And I thought, they, it's just, it's so awesome what they do. It's so comfortable and so, so much fun and so enjoyable to listen to. Why can't I do it? Why not? And I thought, okay, cool, we'll give it a shot. So I credit them with the inspiration for it. So thank you, Matt, and thank you, Kimbra. Um, and when I was working, it was a while ago, and I don't remember the exact, because it's been so long ago, I don't remember the exact time or the exact date, and I don't think they remember that either, of when I met them. Um, I was working at, I was working in retail, and they they had come through, the two of them had come through, they were dating at the time, and they were shopping around, and I was back in the electronics area, and they started asking me a couple of questions, and I was very forthcoming and outgoing with my responses, and very direct, and one of them was holding her girlfriend's hand, and kind of kind of stepping behind an end cap, I guess is what you call it, at the end of an aisle. And I guess they were, they didn't, they didn't know how I would react. And they asked, um, we, we have a question to ask. Eventually, they didn't ask immediately on that first time we met, because that was going to be silly and very, very forward. But after a few times of them, of us getting together and, and meeting, they asked, uh, one of them asked, hey, my girlfriend, my girlfriend and I have just, she just proposed, and we want to, we want to get married, and we know you're a minister. Would you do the, do us the honors of marrying us? And I said, absolutely. Um, I'd be honored. And, and so, I was the one that performed their wedding, and I married them. And, it was, and I, you know, most people don't know this, but I, yeah, I'm, I'm an ordained officiant, and I would love, love to perform weddings, and I perform theirs, but I would love, love to perform weddings. It's there's just there's something, and I can't, I don't, I don't know if we have this much time, so I don't think I, I can't really enunciate it, or get as much into it as I want to, but there's something about performing weddings that is just so beyond cool, that is just. There's something about the mad, magic of a marriage when you see the love in people's eyes and the joy. There's, it's just constant joy and love and happiness everywhere. And I, a long time ago, I thought, how could I become part of that frequently, as much and as commonly as I wanted to, as possible? Well, get ordained, become an officiant. And I do it, and I do that because I want to bring people together, and I want to be the person responsible for joining all that happiness and all that love. I want to be a part of that, be a part of the joy, and be responsible, and be part of joining all that love together, and it's just so cool. So... Yeah, they asked, and I said, absolutely, without hesitation, absolutely. I don't know why anyone would hesitate at all, but I said, absolutely. And then we got to, we got to knowing each other and got to, got to knowing each other. We got to talking and got to relating to each other, and we kind of, we kind of grew together and became good friends. And I said, 
after a while that I wanted to do this podcast, and this is what I was thinking of doing it on, and getting as much into the things that I wanted to get into, and history and the stuff that I knew about, and telling the world and telling other people. And they said, "Do you need? you've done a lot for us. Do you need a hand? We can help you. We might not know as much as we think we do, or her wife, at the, well, her wife now, but her girlfriend at the time said she knows more than she thinks she does. <laughs> but um, we will help if you're willing to, in any way we can. I said, absolutely. Be happy to have you. Be happy to have you help out in whatever way you, you, you feel is necessary. And so that's how, that's kind of, I mean, that's boiled it down quite a bit, but that's how they became part of this amazing venture that I'm happy to be doing, that I love to do, and that that I want to tell more and more people about. And, and it's just, it's just, it's so cool to, to watch them and to watch people who listen to watch their lives advance as they age and as they grow older and see how their, their relationship changes and how, cause they have a daughter now and to see how their love story evolves and changes and to see how my listeners' stories evolve and changes. And it's, it's just so, it's, it's so cool. And it's so inspiring to me to see, to, to have people tell me that the things that I've talked about are entertaining to them. They, they like and they enjoy and it's fun to them. And I thank you for one, as I do at the end of every at the end of every episode, if I can speak straight, which I usually can't, as I do at the end of every episode, I thank you all for listening. And I really sincerely mean that. I do thank everyone for listening, as long and as much as everyone has and everyone does. So, if if anyone has any other questions, you can write them in at any time and we'll address them at random different points throughout different episodes that we talk about or that I talk about or that I'll pull them all together and call them all in an episode and talk about it like, like I am now. There's, there's a bunch of things. There's a couple of things that I know that I've done a couple of episodes on. Um, there's a couple of topics that are very, very, very interesting. Like one of the, one of the questions we were asked is there something... Is there something that that I talk about quite frequently, or that that is extremely interesting to me, as that and that is a common topic? Well, yes, obviously, yes, dinosaurs. That that is just really I love talking about dinosaurs and paleontology and archaeology. That's cool. That just to me is really really cool. And a lot of things that you'll that you'll find out that I know and that you'll find out when you look stuff up online because I admit, I know a lot but there's things I don't know and even the smartest person has to double check their facts so I double check my facts just to make sure that what I think is correct actually is or is actually verified or supported and I don't like to use everything I think as being hardcore truth I like to have Wikipedia or other sources uh, other sources back it up. <coughs> Sorry, cough. Uh, so I look up and get and get resources and get other sources to back it up. There's there's a lot of there's a lot of things that 
that I that I don't touch on. There's things that I won't touch on. I I won't bring them up because I don't want to give them airtime. But there's things that I won't mention that I won't talk about. Um, I mentioned I several I. I say several times, and I've said several times before, one of the questions, the follow-up to that question I just mentioned that was asked, are the ideal vacations that I go on, that I've gone, what are, what are ideal vacations? Well, that's easy. Like I said before in a previous episode, Vegas and cruising. Neither of those two vacations are like each other. You can't compare anything else in the world to Vegas. You can't compare anything else in the world to a cruise. There's, they're just so different and so unique and so special that nothing can can, can be compared to them. Uh, there are there are experiences that you have in Vegas that you can't have on a cruise. There are experiences on a cruise that you can't have in Vegas or anywhere else in the world, and. It's hard to imagine. It's hard to say. There, uh, I've talked to my... Like I was talking earlier, I've mentioned to my parents earlier. I have talked a lot about... We're talking about a cruise again. And I have talked a lot about... I uh, said a lot of those things I'd prefer. Like, I, I would prefer Alaska. Because I love the scenery. And the scenery and the... It's just much more scenic. No, there's nothing wrong with the Caribbean at all. It's just it's, Alaska is much more scenic, at least to me. Um, and I would I see now if I had so now if I had the option and it was cheaper, which I've been told it usually is, to go into the Caribbean, then I would go on the Caribbean cruise, and I wouldn't mind that at all. Like I have preferences, but I look at it as you're on a cruise. Why complain? Why say you have things you prefer, but you're doing something that you love doing? So there's no, you know, I have preferences, but I'd rather not, you know, worry about it. It's this time, time to worry about things is gone. So I don't worry about it. I don't really, I don't worry much about it at all. More than, more than not really <laughs> worrying it at all, about it at all. There are. There are several other, uh, there's several other kind of, I guess I would say they're kind of generic questions in the sense that they're kind of, I talk a lot about dinosaurs and other things, things that jump out to me or books that I'd recommend or movies that I'd recommend. Uh, I've said since I've studied and I know a lot about dinosaurs, I tend to the way I tend to work, and my producers and I tend to work, is that the more popular something is, the less we pay attention to it. Or the more the more of a, a fad or mainstream something becomes, the less we pay attention to it. The less we're interested in it. So, I like... So, going back to the dinosaur thing, there are dinosaurs that jump out to me. Really, you know, if I was there, they'd really jump out to me. But there are dinosaurs... That I said, the dinosaurs that I prefer, dinosaurs are my favorites that I think are really cool. I like the T-Rex. The, the T-Rex are cool. Um, my preferred dinosaurs, as everyone knows, are Velociraptors. As I've said several, several times before in several other episodes. There was 
a while ago when a while ago, emphasis on while, when we went to Universal Studios in Florida, we went to well with my parents to Universal Studios in Florida, and they I forget where else they they did I think they believe they went back to the hotel, and I went through Jurassic Park, and there was a. Uh, Meet the Raptor or a Raptor excursion where you could line, get in a line, a Raptor encounter, that's the word I was trying to think of. A Raptor encounter where you, everyone got in line to meet Blue. No, it wasn't an actual, of course not. It wasn't actually Blue, but it was an animatronic puppet like Blue that was made to the size that Blue was in the movie. And everyone, it was just so cool and just so awesome. And everyone got on the line, and everyone was waiting. And then people, as you could see, as people were walking up, that people were just going out to blue and going, <coughs> and jumping back and stepping back and gasping and wandering out of the way. That's not me. I mean, it... Yes, blue startled me. I'm not going to lie there. A velociraptor would startle anyone. So, yes, blue startled me. But... You know, I walked right up to it and asked ask the ask the person who was on the outside. You know, the game warden. I guess it would be the west the way we the way you would call her in the context of the movie. I asked, "Hey, can I can I stick my head in Blue's jaw?" So while she laughed, I knew this. I was aware of the situation where we were, and I knew, or she knew that I knew that that was a puppet. That there was someone back there who was in the blue suit, controlling the front, and controlling blues, the blues eyes and her jaw, and controlling. I knew it was. She knew that I knew it was fake. That blue was fake. But it's the suspension of disbelief, accepting something for the joy of it. So I was getting into the character, and I just there's a picture. I can't find that anymore. It's on one of my old phones. There's a picture of me with my head kind of cocked off to the right in, and Blue with her mouth open. Her, it, wasn't, it wasn't pressed on me at all. Blue with her mouth open around my head. And the, the game warden took the picture and I stepped away and I looked at it. That was one of the coolest things I've ever done. That was really awesome. Now, anyone who's listened to a previous episode of mine knows that those the velociraptors are in the movie aren't real velociraptors. Of course not. Real velociraptors were about a little bit larger than a chicken and feathered because raptors... Okay, here's a story that most people don't know. Raptors exist today. The word raptor means bird of prey. An eagle, a hawk, those are all raptors. Um, velociraptor. Velocity is part of the word velocity, which means speed. Put the two words together, and it means fast bird of prey. So, a lot of dinosaurs, the raptors, velociraptors included, were feathered. They, they had feathers on them. So, back in prehistoric times, they, were, they weren't much, like I said, much bigger than a large chicken... But they were fast, and they were really... I mean, they, everything else about them was accurate. They were creepy as heck. And mean little sons of guns. Uh, but they were... They were creepy as heck, of course. The one... The raptors in the movie are more modeled after the Deinonychus. Um, 
which means, I believe, terrible claw. The things, the animals in the movies that creeped me the heck out were the Dilophosaurus. I hated those dinosaurs. They creeped me the heck out. Now, I haven't studied them much or gotten much into Dilophosaurus, admittedly, because they just unnerve me. They just creep me out. Kind of like the whole legend of zombies versus vampires. Vampires I can tolerate. Vampires I can take and, and I, can, I can understand and get into. I kind of get that. Because if you think about it, a vampire bite is kind of like a kiss on the neck. Uh, zombies are kind of brainless. And they're kind of, they're kind of, uh, and it's, 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 they're brainless. And it's, it's just, that is, that is unnerving and upsetting and ugh, creeps me the heck out. So I will not watch anything that I just, I will not tolerate it. I will not stand for it. And I don't watch anything involving zombies. It's just bad for me. So I won't do it. There, same thing with a Dilophosaur. There's other things that are about the world of history that's really, really interesting to me and really, really entertaining, really, really wonderful that I've repeatedly talked about and have done several episodes on because, like I said, it's extremely interesting. One, the, uh, a common statement about history is sometimes the stories in history, sometimes the legends, sometimes the legends and stories in history are better than anything fiction can come up with. The stories and legends of, like, like I did in the last episode, 220. The stories and legends of Greek antiquity, of Themistocles and the battle and the battle of Salamis. Some of those stories are just really cool. They are fiction. They are not fiction. I don't want to say that. Well, I guess some parts of that we don't really know, so they made it up. So it kind of kind of be fiction, but the story isn't fiction. The story of Themistocles and the Battle of Salamis, that's all true. That's history in Greek antiquity. And the stories in history are sometimes greater than anything we can come up with. And it's really, really cool. And there's parts of history that we don't know about that, that isn't part of, of common knowledge that most people don't know. That's extremely, extremely interesting. And will be very beneficial to the ear if people knew it. Like two episodes ago, I believe, it was Mary Anning. Um, where you talked the great fossil her her and the great fossil hunters. One of the legends of history that jumps prominently to mind is the legends of D.B. Cooper. And anyone who has studied D.B. Cooper probably knows what I'm talking about. And anyone who doesn't, I would strongly recommend going back and studying them. Also, sidebar here, I feel I should mention Green Day at the beginning of the episode there. The official band of the podcast. I adore Green Day. I've seen them five times. I love Green Day. And my producers love them too. So... Green Day is officially the, the official band of the of the podcast. That's really I love Green Day. Anyway, side the point. I wanted I wanted to give them an appropriate shout out and give them credit at the in somewhere in this episode, and I forget that I don't really recall if I had mentioned that earlier. So if I did, I apologize for the repetition. If I didn't, there you go, Billy Joe, Trey, and Mike. So sorry about that, guys. 
there's another another what movie would I recommend? Movie I would recommend, obviously, was is Jurassic Park, the Jurassic Park saga, which includes all three Jurassic Parks and all three Jurassic Worlds. Now, I would say the weakest of all six is Jurassic Park 3. Now, it's hard, and I'm glad to see that they brought Ellie Sattler and Alan Grant and Ian Malcolm back in Jurassic World Dominion. I'm glad to see they brought them all back. I would heavily recommend those movies. Uh, there are there are several other authors. Now, my producers, and a lot of this is blending from me and from them. A lot of their input I'm kind of wrapping into what I'm saying and kind of blending the two of them together. They would heavily, they would, they're recommending their comment here. They recommended, um, they, they like Pink. They like the song What About Us. Um, they recommended, they've recommended a lot of things. Um, they like Lady Gaga, who I don't know if anyone knows, but I'm, I've been told that Lady Gaga's name actually came from Queen from the song uh, Radio Gaga. So, that... And you gotta give gotta give her props for that. That is incredibly awesome. And really, really cool. So, um, they, they would heavily recommend that. Um, the books... Books that I would... That I would recommend. Um, obviously, I just mentioned Jurassic Park, so therefore Michael Creighton. I would all, I have said repeatedly that my Star Wars and Star Trek is Jurassic Park slash Jurassic World. And I credit Michael Crichton as being the Gene Roddenberry and George Lucas of Jurassic Park. Now that there's there's something about there's something about his writings and his books that stands differently than the movies. They just stand out and jump out differently. I'd also ha- heavily recommend two of my other favorite authors, Christopher Moore and Carl Hyacin. Christopher Moore did Bloodsucking Fiends, You Suck. Um, he did, he did, I'm blanking on some of the other names, Coyote, Coyote Blue. Um, he did, he did Lamb. All sorts of other go- excellent, excellent books. And he's, he's a, he's a very, very, very sarcastic, very deadpan, I guess, kind of writer. And I found his books to be very funny, very amusing, and very entertaining. Same thing with Carl Hyacin. I found Carl Hyacin has has is more of a social commentary author than Christopher Moore was. But they're both they're both extremely entertaining and very very fun books to read. So I would heavily recommend. Um, Michael Crichton, Christopher Moore, Carl Hyacin. One of the best, most amazing books I've ever read was Chris Moore's The Stupidest Angel. That is that that is is hilarious. I loved it. It's a great book. There's no it's unnerving in a sense to me in certain respects because there are kind of the undead. I don't know if zombie uh vampires Vampires aren't completely in it, but zombies are, and that's a little unnerving to me. They're bite me. That's 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 Chris Moore's other book. Bloodsucking means bite me and you suck. Um, 
great books. Great, great books. Dirty Job was another uh, another one of his books. Great. He, he's a phenomenal writer. I would heavily recommend him. Uh, there are there are another of my another other another other. I'm getting kind of tongue tongue tied here, so that's why you hear me kind of repeating the same syllables. <laughs> so to which I apologize emphatically for. Um, TV shows. Thank you. Thank you for mentioning that. Um, TV shows. One of my my TV show I adore is King of Queens. I love King of Queens. Doug Heffernan is one of my one of my uh, TV heroes. Love Doug. Uh, the show is phenomenal. The show is great. I like Modern Family as well. Um, there's a show which should get more props and more credit than it did stateside. I know it got a lot of support and got a lot of, got a lot of props in Canada. And it's a Canadian show, so it should get a lot more props than it did, at least here and anywhere else in the world, called Corner Gas. It was set in a town called Dog River, Saskatchewan, and Dog River doesn't exist. But it's based on a town called Rouleau, R-O-U-L-E-A-U. Rouleau in Saskatchewan and I believe I want to say if my guess is is in any way accurate 35 kilometers south of Regina Um, and it is it is a really it's a very dry witted very sarcastic show it's extremely entertaining and I would heavily heavily recommend that to everyone heavily recommend it Uh, there's I another show I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed Psych. My my producers, I can I can see their notes right here. They said they said mention Psych. I said okay, there you go, girls. Yep, Psych. Um, Monk Monk was good. I liked Monk. They they are big Monk fans. Uh, they have another another big addiction of mine. Another big addiction of mine, if you want to talk about TV shows, a big, big addiction of mine is The Amazing Race. Way, way back, a long, long time ago, my sister and I actually applied to be on The Amazing Race. I didn't, we didn't get as far as we would, I would have hoped we would have, but we applied to be on The Amazing Race. And I thought, this is going to be tough. This is going to be very, very hard for someone like me to do. It's going to be very, very hard for someone like any one of us to do. But I was actually, I was very touched that my sister wanted to do it with me. And she agreed to help me out and to do it with me. And that was, that was really, that was really touching and really, what a really touching and really, really special to me. Another, I'm going down to the list of questions here. What other podcast you'd recommend? Well, I mentioned Fantastic Cruising earlier. Matt and Kim wrote Fantastic Cruising. I mentioned them earlier. I would heavily recommend that. I would also heavily, heavily recommend the Locker Room Flicks podcast with Steve and Frank and, yes, Casey, with Steve and Frank and Casey. Um... I would heavily recommend that. I would also recommend. I would also recommend. Um, you can bet on that. I would recommend. Uh, I would recommend several other podcasts. Podcasts, if you can find them, based on my Golden Knights, my Vegas Golden Knights. They are my team, my hockey team. So, 
There's a lot of questions we got here, and I tried to address them as best as I could. Hopefully, I got to some of them, and hopefully, I tackled them as best as I could. So, I'm gonna. So I So thank you all so much for listening. Of course, as I say at the end of every episode, stick around for a little bit more in the end here. Want to check out the best travel vlogger and videos anywhere? Go to Atlantic City, Disney, Six Flags, all along the Atlantic City boardwalk, and go to Vegas. Check out the New York channel, N-U-Y-A-W-K, on YouTube. You will be thoroughly impressed and thoroughly entertained. You will love every second of what you're seeing. Go to YouTube and check out N-U-Y-A-W-K. You'll love what you're seeing. You'll enjoy every second of it. Want to check out the best podcast and best YouTube channel out there? True, true friends of this podcast? Check out Fantastic Cruising over on Apple Podcasts and all your favorite podcasting devices and services. Give them a five-star review. Head on over to YouTube. Look up Fantastic Studios. Give them a five-star review and give them comments. They'll love that to death. They are the greatest podcast out there. Give them a shout-out. Want to check out the most amazing adventure in sports and athletic movies anywhere and everywhere? Check out the Locker Room Flicks podcast on Apple Podcasts and all podcasting platforms everywhere. You'll love it. Mm-hmm.